Does South Africa's Minister of Police deserve a medal? Let's ask Ian Cameron of Action Society. Welcome, Ian. Thank you, Chris. It's good to be with you again. Tell us about this medal he has been honoured with. What is it for exactly? <laughs> um, the, my honest opinion is that it's certainly not for good policing service. Uh, I think it's because Minister Becky Taylor is a... A way and a means basically for the Chinese government and certain well-connected Chinese officials to get to the South African uh, state and, and obviously the ANC. So I don't for one second buy that it's got anything to do with competent policing. I actually think it's a slap in the face of, of so many good police officers that have lost their lives recently. In the last few weeks, the last few months, we've seen an increase in police murders. And it's really alarming to see the rate at which violent crime in general is is increasing. I'm sure we'll see that in the coming uh, two quarters of, of crime statistic uh, releases. The point is just that Becky Kele by no means uh, is a merit appointment. We all know that he does not have a good track record with uh, his time or whether considering his time as the National Commissioner of Police several years ago or as his time uh, as the Minister of Police. Remember that under Minister Beckett Taylor, more than 125,000 people have been killed in South Africa. Now, what track record does the minister have of keeping South Africans safe? Well, he certainly doesn't. So um, when he was the national commissioner, he made the controversial shoot to kill comments. Uh, he didn't for one moment uh, succeed in winning the trust of, uh, of South Africans. In fact, many people started questioning police training and capability at that stage, or just after he was the national commissioner, an internal audit was done of, uh, of the of the police, and uh, and specifically their training, and it indicated that a very large amount of people in uniform didn't actually work to get those uniforms. They didn't pass the necessary examination, etc. Many of them were were granted access to still becoming police members, despite the fact that they failed remedials time and time again. And the aim of Becky Clearly at that stage was simply to get as many cops in uniform in preparation for the FIFA World Cup that was that was following. Um, shortly after him being sacked due to implication in, in alleged corruption by the then public protector Tuli Maronsela, uh, he became a agriculture minister, deputy agricultural minister. Yeah, I think it was quite damaging for agriculture, but nevertheless... Um, when he became the, the police minister uh, in 2018, so much came up in terms of questioning the capability of SAPS uh, uh, because everyone started asking, but wait a minute, you sack someone for supposed corruption, um, but then you bring him back as the minister of the very jobs of the political leader uh, of the very body that you were previously sacked for while managing. So... There are so many questions. There's questions about his involvement in the taxi industry in KZN and elsewhere. Um, there's questions about properties and uh, property rental to SAPs and other government institutions. There are just so many questions regarding Becky Taylor, and he keeps on making silly remarks. You know, he recently referred to a young lady and said she's lucky that she was only raped once. Um, you know, completely insensitive, without any compassion to the public at, at large. 
And yesterday he did a, a, a press conference where he was releasing, you know, information or successes by the police. And it was quite alarming to see that many of those successes were certainly not police successes um, in, in isolation. In fact, the majority of the big successes had quite a bit of private sector and community influence. And many of the successes came due to pressure by the public after the police had failed to do the job in the first place. In the last two weeks, we learned that Crime Intelligence Unit bought over 100 million rands worth of vehicles almost two years ago, and those vehicles are still stuck in a garage in Pretoria. They haven't even been registered yet. So you spend 100 million rand on vehicles. Your cops, your uniform cops, don't have vehicles. They don't have the resources that they need. But you can justify having 100 million rands worth of vehicles for crime intelligence parked in a garage. Many of them have lost their warranties by now. And so the list goes on and on and on. And under Thele's watch, jointly under his watch, the South African Police Service had lost or had stolen from them over 20,000 firearms, millions upon millions of rounds of ammunition too. Um, and again, as I said, the list goes on. Now, so many people and organizations and political parties have called on President Cyril Ramaphosa to sack the minister. Yet he still defends the minister and tries to convince, convince the nation that the minister is doing a good job. What is their relationship all about? Why does he seem to be protecting the minister? Well, I think they protect each other, and that's the reason. I remember, if the police functioned properly, the whole ANC would need to be sacked. Um, the entire organization is built on a on a corrupt system. It's built on a lack of ethics and a complete uh, a, a complete destruction of integrity. Actually, there is no integrity in that organization, and and that's the way that they operate. It is literally an organized crime syndicate that calls themselves a political party, and and to be honest, I saw the, the release today. Uh, the South African Police Service is nothing short of an organized crime syndicate. You know, I read a report, I'll come back to the president now, but I read a report today that shows that the, the, the latest global organized crime index actually shows that South Africa has been taken over by organized crime syndicates. And for that to, to happen, you really do need um, uh, serious corruption and organized crime capacity in the state, uh, in the police, uh, and we are now ranked seventh in the entire world for this uh, organized crime criminality score, and that is really, really alarming. So again, back to the president, um, it it ref obviously reflects badly on on him and Minister Taylor, but again, if if SAPs and law enforcement functions properly and the different institutions that that work alongside them, like the National Prosecuting Authority, uh, or rather, let's say, the Department of Justice and Correctional Services, if all of those bodies function properly, then the president wouldn't have a job. Taylor wouldn't have a job. And I also think they can't really sack Taylor because he's got so much dirt on all of them that if they were to sack him and he starts spilling the beans, it will be quite an awkward silence for a lot of people in the higher ranks of, of the ANC. Yet uh, the minister manages or tries to spin the crime statistics. Can you just take us back to the last uh, once he, uh, he revealed 
Yeah. So, so the last statistics were, um, I, I shouldn't smile about them, but I smile at them because I, I find the minister is a, is a, is a clown. Um, the way that he actually, I always say they spit in the face of, of good cops and, and more importantly, uh, innocent civilians. Um, we currently have at least three murders per hour in South Africa, according to the law stats, anywhere between 69 and 71 murders per day. I think it's going to show a, a, quite a major increase in the coming crime stats release. Um, he, he celebrated the fact that it was uh, two or three murders less per day. Now, obviously, um, it's good to see lives or save, but the, the existing murder rate that we have and the quarter that they looked at between April and and July or June was um, was the equivalent of deaths that were seen, or actually a little bit more, in Ukraine during the war. So, so we're literally seeing that South Africa is is South African people are being murdered um, at higher rates than some war zones. So utterly concerning to see them almost nonchalantly speak of people as just being numbered, you know, statistics. In terms of children, we have about three children murdered every day at the moment. That quarter, um, I think uh, it was just under 300 children for the quarter that were murdered in the country. Child uh, murder is definitely on the increase. And then in terms of rape, these are just the reported ones. Remember, that rape is one of the most underreported crimes in South Africa, but reported rapes, we speak anywhere of 120 rapes reported per day in the country. Um, so, so, Chris, we, we've got a, a serious, serious crisis on, on hands. I don't know how to explain it better. You know, the challenge is we can speak statistics, but people get desensitized. At the same time, you can't always share every every graphic detail of the stories. But I can tell you that the cases that we we work with from Action Society side, it really is utterly frustrating to see the the general decline of of capability, uh, ethics, integrity, and just a vision for a for a sustainable future in South African police. Thank you. That was Ian Cameron of Action Society telling Biz News why he doesn't think uh, our Minister of Police deserves a medal. Thank you, Ian. No problem, Chris. Thank you. Sure. Makes me so cross these things.